0: Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three.
1: You are now listening to the Backlook Cinema Podcast with Zach and Zoe. Thank you for joining us as we talk about the movies of yesterday. You can reach us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter by searching for Backlook Cinema. Check our show notes for more info. And now, let's get it in. Hi, this is Zach. And this is Zoe. Welcome to the Backlook Cinema Podcast with Zach and Zoe. And this is our 24th episode, and the reason we started, we started, ah, see, I'm already messing up, I'm already messing up, from the break, get tongue tied, the reason we started this show was to strengthen our bond between I, Zoe, and my son, Zach, we watch movies that I loved when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s and 90s, and get the impressions of the millennial we know as Zach, we watch these great movies, but we gonna see what's what, we gonna see what's happening. So, uh, why don't you tell them about the merch? You can
0: get t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, face masks, and a bunch of other items at our website, BacklookCinema.com.
1: And please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and the other socials. You can find details in the show notes also at BacklookCinema.com. You can leave us direct feedback, comments, suggestions, etc. Or you can email at fanmail at You know what? We might even read them on the show. Yeah. If we ever get any, we we yeah. ain't got none yet. Well, I got got one from your grandma one time. So that, that. but it was like, you know, why don't you do this? as one of those, you know, <laughs> you know how parents are. Am I right? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. One of them is in front of me, <laughs> bothering me with this nonsense.
1: Right. So uh, what was the other thing? Um. Also, as I mentioned last week, we got some new designs up right there, available at the website. The the main website you can go to is the the Teespring website and the uh uh the the T Public website. So the easiest way is to go to the BacklookCinema.com website and you can click on the pictures, uh, and it'll take you directly to the Backlook Cinema merch store at each of those sites. So uh there's some pretty designs. Thanks to Zachary. With with the pretty designs. I still ain't ordering them for your mom yet. I gotta get down to that. <laughs> Since she's the one to ask for those designs. Have you seen them yet? No. Okay. Well, take time out of your busy schedule and head on over and take a look at what what you have brought. I'll think about it. I only did some minor editing on your on your things, but yeah. Well, why don't you go to our website and check it out? How about that? I'll think about <laughs> it. So uh what was
0: it? Um, oh, go go to the next one. Uh, uh, and <laughs> please, if you like our show, then rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app that you might be using.
1: So what have you been up to? Nothing. Nothing? No shows? No nothing? No. You ain't even watching? Well,
0: them. I mean, other than going on Hulu now, since soon I will lose Cartoon Network as an availability to watch.
1: Have you seen uh, Hulu? I mean, have you seen it on Hulu?
0: The shows that I've been watching on Cartoon Network, not yeah. not the shows that I uh the shows that I expected to see there, but other shows, yeah, like Chowder, I've been binge watching that.
1: oh, oh you binge watching on Hulu? Yeah. Okay, but Since, you haven't seen uh what you call it on? You haven't seen some of the newer shows
0: on? I mean, on they the got Teen Titans Go for some reason, but they don't got the new Ben Ten. I'm like, that's very weird, but whatever. Right. Sure. Well,
1: they probably it's probably a lot of shows missing. So, yeah, so... You got that, right? I guess you read the email. We're oh, yeah, I saw it. And I was like, oh, that's why I
0: asked you for the password.
1: Right. So, then they were like, uh, yeah, we're changing up our structure. And I know this is like, man, F you guys. Every time we get, uh, what you call it, um, uh, a cable package, they always take away something that we want to watch. They always do that. And I hate, I hate them for... They know I can't afford to go up uh, another tier it's too expensive <laughs> that's why i took it down a tier it's too expensive i can't do it i can't do it right now i have to pay off all my credit cards and then maybe i can go up one tier where they have cartoon networks but until that happens i can't i can't do it it's unfair and i hate them for life i mean since we're, we have
0: streaming so we can just cancel the whole tier thing just keep the internet part um i feel like we can do that
1: that's another problem um which uh, it's more expensive to have internet by itself than to have a cable package. So it doesn't Even make sense to cancel the uh, what you call it. It doesn't make sense to can- cancel the cable. But um, yeah, that's that's we're half cable and half streaming networks. So that's that's the way we're rocking right now. So um, so so you've been binging. So so that's one thing. Uh, any comics, anything like that. Any what comics you've been reading? Any no, comics? no, nothing like that. No books at all. No, not even that Zelda book that you bought no. to prove your argument. Nothing like that. Nope. Oh my goodness,
0: uncultured. Not really.
1: Uh let's see. Um, what what about your games?
0: I mean, the only thing there is, is Smite and Outriders. That's just about it. Nothing else.
1: Outriders. Stop. No, no, I, I just Dude, said no stop. No, to no, stop. <laughs> Do you know where that
0: song's from? You, last time I remember, you told me it was some Eminem, but you just changed out the, one of the words with Outwriters. Right,
1: right, right. Because he was part of a group called Outsiders. It's on his first album, so you had a lot of his old stuff on his first album. So anyways, uh, so I've been uh, getting into that Captain America, Red, White, and Black. It talks about the first Black Captain America in World War II. So I only read the first book. I think it's a series of six books. I only read the first book of that. And then um, uh, since i finished the Outriders demo, I decided to go back to, uh, what's that game I've been playing? The game with the spaceship. Um Outer Worlds. So, you know, that's a, it's a boring game, but it's the right kind of boring. Just, you know, you just settle down and you just total relax. You just basically zen out and do the missions. Maybe there's a gunfight every once in a while. But otherwise I mean that's how
0: Fallout was, well, the first two
1: games. Right. But otherwise, you know, you just totally zen out and you just follow the story until you finish. Cause I'm playing the first of the uh DLC. Uh the DLC mission, and then the second one they had Wait, released. Do you it. even beat
0: the game first?
1: Um, you can, but I prefer to finish the DLC No, the no, DLC finish
0: game. the main game, then do the DLC because that's the whole point.
1: No, you can do it no, either. No, way. no, no, no. You can so, you can, have so. you played the DLC? no all right then what are you worried about it for just like the other way is uh horizon zero dawn they did the same way they made it so you did not as a matter of fact in horizon zero dawn if you pay attention to the story they would rather you finish the dlc before you finish the main game because when you start playing the dlc after you finish the main game then nothing anybody says makes any
0: sense or it makes sense but it feels out of context so this is why games were better when they came out one hundred percent and still like twenty five percent and everything else is DLC.
1: Well, you know, I'm actually it's not that way. like Horizon Zero Dawn, it's a relatively small mission. There's only one. And then um yeah, I know what excuses. you call it? And then the the two missions that they have in Outer Worlds, it's a uh, they're relatively small missions. I kinda like that. Cause I know a lot of people, they probably finished that game a while ago. And then next thing you know, you get DLC it's like, ooh, DLC. But I like incorporating the DLC in the main story. I like doing that. It's just something that I like doing. I know I could have finished the main story because I was close I was at the last mission. I was at the very last mission. And then uh it's when it, it was one of those places like if you if you go past this point you can't save anymore. One of those points. But ooh dang that's the word I almost knocked the thing down. But um but I like doing including the DLC in the in the main story. So that's what that's that's what I'm about right now. So that's that's uh what else uh drawing a little bit editing um but not not much like you ain't got a lot done so uh, <laughs> um let me ask you some what movie did we look at
0: we watched a movie called Seven Seven
1: or some other places it's actually called the Seven Deadly Sins especially in Spanish speaking countries uh taken literally in in those countries it's called the seven primary sins or the seven main sins. So are you familiar with the seven deadly sins? I, have you, have you known about it before watching this movie? Oh yeah. I knew about them. Oh, okay. So you know what? Let's get into it. Let's talk about seven.
0: All right. Two homicide detectives. Uh, this, uh, Desperate Desperate. hunt for a serial killer who justifies his crimes as absolute for the world's ignorance of the seven deadly sins. The movie takes us from the tortured remains of one victim to the next as the sociopath John Doe uh, sermonized sermonized to Detective uh, Mm -hmm. Somerset Somerset and Mills. One sin at a time, the seasoned and cultured but jaded uh, Somerset Reaches the seven deadly sins in an effort yes, to researches. Uh, researches the seven deadly sins in an effort to understand the killer's modus, uh, modus operandi. Modus operandi. Modus operandi. What a bright but green, impulsive mill scotch at his efforts to get inside the mind of a killer. And that was by Mark Fleetwood.
1: Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to put that together. So <laughs> I mean, I can figure out some ways. Yeah, uh, it's it's been a while since I've seen this movie, and uh, do you know what? Modus operandi
0: is, I guess, a reasoning to why they're doing it.
1: it it's a uh, the mode of uh mode of how they did it is not not really uh why they did it, but how they did it. Uh, the modus operandi. So they use uh this to find out how, especially with serial killers. So if somebody was blindfolded and toilet paper stuck in their mouth and then stabbed to death, and then they get to another murder and then they see the exact same thing, then they know that it was killed by the same person, and their modus operandi is to blindfold a person, stuff toilet paper down their mouth. So, <laughs> uh, this movie was released in September twenty second, 1995, by Newsline Cinema. It grossed over $100 million U.S. and Canada, and $327 million worldwide, And and that was on a $33 million budget, and it had generally positive reviews. As you can see from the box office numbers, that joint was a certified hit $300 million out of a $30 million investment. That's pretty awesome. So this movie was starring Morgan Freeman. Have we not talked about this gentleman before? Yes, we have. As Detective William Somerset. He's been on, as I mentioned before, The Electric Company and also Driving Miss Daisy and Clean as Silver and, and Unforgiven.
0: And we have Brad Pitt as Detective David Mills. He was in Thelma and Louise, Cool War, Twelve Monkeys, Fight Club, and Troy.
1: So yeah, that's uh not all of those are great movies, but this is like when he made this movie, uh he was like he was a red hot superstar, and he's still a fairly popular actor. Still making great movies. Uh this movie also stars Kevin Spacey as John Doe. Kevin Spacey is problematic, so the less said about him, the better.
0: Oh yeah. Gwyneth uh Pat mm, Patrol Patro was playing Tracy Mills. He was an Iron Man, Hook, Sallow Hall, Hal, uh, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, Avengers uh World of Tomorrow and Avengers Endgame. You remember who she played? Uh uh I uh, can't remember the uh, the name of her character. Do you remember what
1: her character did?
0: She was with um, Iron Man a lot. She was uh, uh what's his name? Uh, escaping me. Trying can't... to think of Iron Man's
1: real name. Yeah, I can't remember. I oh know. my goodness! Mm. Ha, ha, ha. Your comic knowledge is lacking. No, she was. She started off Pepper. As, that's her name. Oh, there, there you go. You got it. She started off as uh, Tony Stark's second ter- secretary, and later they married. Um. Yeah, so she was in most of the Marvel movies that featured uh, Tony Stark. I think the only one that she wasn't in was uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. So anyways, uh, we also have R. Lee Ernie. He played the police captain. He was in Full Metal Jacket, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, and Mississippi Burning. And uh, people mostly know him from Full Metal Jacket. Uh, where he played drill sergeant and he was very convincing because he was in the Marine Corps and Full Metal Jacket is a Marine Corps movie. So uh, we, we'll be seeing him
0: uh-huh. in the future.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> uh, we have Richard Roundtree. Right. Uh, District Attorney Martin tailboat was the character he played. He was in set the heck, Saft, 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 what kind
1: of? No, re- read them as their separate movies. They're all
0: separate movies. Why? okay. Saft, 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 Speed Racer, Speed Racer, Joy and George of the Jungle. Why didn't you just put what the other two were?
1: Uh, I just thought it was
0: funny. So no. The, that... name, the name is pronounced Talbot, Martin Talbot. And
1: yeah, because he was in Shaft, which is the original movie where he played a, ne- a character named Shaft. Then he was in Shaft. Uh, where he played uh, the father, I feel like there should be a no, subtitle.
0: He, he played no. There is no subtitle. That's you're, what you're telling me that's that what all they, was all they did up about it. was <laughs> they was just remade the same movie. But it's having... not even
1: a remake; it's a continuation. But because there is a sequel to Shaft, a direct sequel to the first movie, and it's I think Shaft in Africa. I can't remember. It's it's Shaft, and then there's a sub, you know, a subtitle. But uh, in these movies, it was Shaft, where he played a man named John Shaft. Uh, there was Shaft where he played a man named John Shaft but he's not the star of the movie that he's the uncle of the star which happens to be John Shaft Yeah, you know, where why they named the nephew right after his uncle I don't know I don't know how to get away but they did and then Shaft uh, Shaft just recently came out it stars him the original John Shaft it stars his nephew uh, who's also John Shaft and and then, oh, let me guess. The next one is named John Shaft too. He's actually John Shaft Jr. So he actually oh has god. a Jr. after his name. Oh my he's god! He's the no, son that's not of the middle of John Shaft. That,
0: that's not how it should work. Right. Works. And those, the only movie that was really I right. can't even type that in without it <laughs> being confused on Google. Like, hey, can I get Shaft? <laughs> Which one do you want? <laughs> we got many of
1: them. Well, you could say uh, Shaft nineteen seventy whatever. Uh, then there's Shaft nineteen. I think that came out in two thousand nine or something. And then the last Shaft came out in twenty. I want to say 2018. Oh, so and you should have put that down then. So yeah, well, I, I, I was having fun with that. I was Aww. having fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just get on to the next person. Uh John C. McKinley. Uh he played California. He was uh he he was uh let's see Officer. Oh, off he was in Office Space, get Carter, The Rock, and set it off. So we've seen this cat before. you the the movie was kind of dark. So you probably didn't see him. But if I tell you he was in Set It Off, then you know who I'm talking about. So, <laughs> remember the the main guy in Set it, the main police officer that was chasing the women in Set It Off? Uh, no. So, oh, so you don't even remember that movie. No, I don't. Oh, okay. So <laughs> we just saw it a few weeks ago. So you remember Set It Off, where you had the female bank robbers.
0: Uh, are you talking about the main police detective? Him? Right. That oh, was chasing, him. Right. So That was in Scrubs.
1: Right, that was the dude in the okay. club, so he was also in office space. So he was, uh, he was that, um, that SWAT dude, the, the main SWAT dude. But like I said, like when you can see him more clearly, it's like when, uh, they remember the 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 guy that. Wait, was, was tied he the one the that bed?
0: backed up because of the body? Right, he the dude, okay, and the,
1: the dude was still alive. Uh huh. Yeah, that that dude. All right, so we got uh Julie. Alex. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was gonna say Julie oh, Arisgard. Yeah, yeah. That's, my bad. Go yeah, ahead. and I know. Go ahead. Julie Ar, uh, Arisgard was playing Mrs. Gold. Gold.
1: Gold. Yeah, that's good. that's good. And then we have um uh, Mark Boone Jr. He played the greasy FBI man, and he was in Batman Begins, Rosewood, Too Fast Too Furious, John Carpenter's Vampires, and The Quick and the Dead. <laughs> I had to include him because. He was in Batman Begins. <laughs> That's just a uh, from what I remember, in Batman Begins, he has a lot of hair. But um, in that movie, he didn't. Uh, the Greasy FBI agent was the guy that came over and they gave that money Yeah, him. I,
0: I had to figure who he was talking about when he said Greasy FBI. Right, right. <laughs>
1: That's how he's credited. He's a Greasy FBI guy.
0: <laughs> this movie was directed by David Fincher. He also did Zodiac, Gone Girl... The social social network, Panic Room, and Alien Three.
1: Have you seen any of those?
0: I don't recall. But you said you I don't... can tell that the social network is about Facebook.
1: Right, right, right. Uh-huh. So I remember seeing that. Um, but I thought you saw all the Alien movies.
0: Are you talking about uh, the one who well, I did see them? Because I was right, like okay. aliens. So Alien, Alien Three
1: 1. was the one where Ripley is, went to yeah, the Colony.
0: Uh, and that's when it was like she wants her character to be dead and not come back because she did not want to do a third Right, movie.
1: right, right. So the only other one i seen besides Social Network and Alien 3, I don't... I remember seeing Panic Room on a DVD, uh, but I don't remember if I saw it. I kind of think that I did. And I've I seen some of Gone Girl. Uh, that came out like a few years ago. And we actually have the, the DVD or whatever. But what happened was we was in the theater we was watching it and it was like halfway through, and the theater got a fire alarm. We had to evacuate the theater, and I never finished the movie. <laughs> Did you get your money back? Um, no, we got like vouchers, but I never oh. cashed my voucher. So horrible. Yeah, that's the lost money. It was written by uh, Andrew Kevin Walker, and he wrote *Sleepy Hollow* eight mi- uh eight millimeter or eight mm, if you will, um, *The Wolfman and that's all I wrote down here. Have you seen any of those? No. Um, Sleepy Hollow's pretty good. Uh that's that's a uh what's his name? The guy that did Batman. What's uh, Tim Burton? It's a, that's a Tim Burton movie. The Wolfman, not so much.
0: <laughs> Music is by Howard Shore, who did Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. Cass Cop or oh, Crash Copland. And that thing you do. You. Stop. Stop. No, 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 no.
1: You're like, I don't know the rest of the words. I was sing that whole song right here. No. It's that catchy. No. All you know, I've seen, the only one I did see was Copland, but Mrs. Doubtfire, that was, have you seen that one? No. That was on Robert Williams. That movie is fire. Anyway, executive producers, Dan Calls calls Rudd Dan Colerud and Colpinson uh, and Giani Nunmari. You know, why am I doing this? Why am I doing executive producers? Nobody cares about these people. <laughs> I don't know. That's not <laughs> you, you're the one that's writing them down. I mean, <laughs> Gianni Namari. And uh So, you know what? We're going to take a break right here while I get my tongue together so I know how to speak. And then uh, we'll be right back after this. Hi fam, this is Zoe, and I'm not here to try to convince you to buy a Klingon rifle or to offer you a fully paid trip to Narnia. No friends, this time I want to encourage you to listen to Audio Oddity. Audio Oddity is a real podcast that features the father and daughter team of Rocky and M. On their show, they talk about TV, movies, video games, and intriguing news for the inner geek. I enjoy listening in on this beautiful team because they like a lot of the same games, shows, and movies that I like. They talk about movies like Godzilla vs. Kong, TV shows like Invincible, and they talk about games like Outriders. I enjoy their show so much that I invited Rocky and M as co-hosts on the Backlook Cinema podcast next week. So, if you're into geek stuff, then please listen to Rocky and M on Audio Oddity. The Audio Oddity podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. So, this is where we find out. What did the millennial think about the movie?
0: It's good. It can pass as something that came out today.
1: Yeah, it did uh, age well, didn't it? Yeah. I liked it. Have you seen any of the Saw movies?
0: Saw, uh. I believe I've seen one of them, probably Saw 2 or 1.
1: I've seen Saw 2, and let me tell you, that's the only Saw movie. I ever need to see I don't need to see one more saw movie you know that Chris Rock is gonna do a saw movie oh wow. that's interesting. So yeah. you're going to go Guess watch I' not going to watch it you are no I'm not going to watch it why not I mean I want to watch Chris and this is a serious movie he's it's not like exactly saw it's more like it's kind of like a. from what I can understand it's more like a uh what do you call it uh off not not an offspring um it's a, a spin off it's kind of a spin off of saw yeah. but it's you know, is definitely related to the Saw universe, but um, nope, nope, not it's not dealing with the blood and gore. Not gonna do it. It's too realistic. So be uh, fine. <laughs> and uh, and the thing about Saw, the reason I brought Saw because he makes them do it to themselves. Yeah, that's the whole point. Right. So that was what happened in this movie. Seven. Seven was the original Saw, except you saw the results of what happened when they did it to themselves, but you yeah. didn't see.
0: How they did it,
1: yeah, you didn't actually see it in progress. You just saw when the detective showed up there was blood everywhere, and the smell of a dead body and and you encounter the results of what happened so um, what were your favorite parts about this movie?
0: uh I guess when they're going around trying to figure out what his whole motive is, why he's doing it right that's... what's the next person gonna who's the next person gonna be
1: right, right, right that the whole detective aspect of the movie the, the way the way it was put together that was lovely so uh in any, any particular murder caught your fancy
0: uh i guess the one that was tied to the bed who he had there for like years apparently
1: yeah that was a trip wasn't it and the
0: thing about that one was he wasn't yet dead I mean, <laughs> he wasn't even he was just there for years right right which means this man was planning this ahead of time
1: right 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 he planned it way ahead of. Time. he
0: now, didn't care who what detective took the job he just wanted someone
1: right right and,
0: and one of them was going to end up being wrath
1: right right that is true so um any uh the the other thing about it was that when when they brought that guy to uh the hot the well i guess they brought him to the hospital and they say it was, well, that dude is about, it's like if you shine a bright light in his eyes, he'll probably die from shock. That's how far gone he was. It's like he wasn't dead yet, but he was about to die. Uh, what do you think about the other murders? Uh,
0: there was gluten, all you can question is like, uh, how did he really die as a gluten? But then it's like, well, he had to eat something, or well, was force fed something. No, no.
1: It's gluttony. It's not gluttony. it's not yeah. gluten. So gluttony is that when when you eat too much you get overweight. That's gluttony. So what he was force fed to death. So basically, uh he was forced to eat until his stomach ruptured. And when his stomach ruptured, he basically bled internally and he died from internal bleeding and uh hemorrhaging and uh and all that the, the most messed up way to die, really. <laughs> and uh what was the other death? The other um,
0: one was greed. That was the second one.
1: Oh, greed, right, right, right. So um you didn't really get to see much of that. That was mainly told you to photographs, but the most impactful one of there was the dude, the killer wrote greed and blood, yeah, and blood all over on the floor. Like in the other murders, the the um, message was subtle. Like, gluttony, he hid that message behind the refrigerator. And then um, Sloth, you didn't, I mean, what was it?
0: Sloth was the one tied to the bed.
1: Was that? The, yeah, that was the one tied to the bed. So, and Sloth, um, you didn't really saw until you went to his apartment. And then, and then somebody, I think, how did they find out about him? Did somebody call the police?
0: Tell they, them the body? Yeah. How did they? Okay, he, so oh, when they. Oh,
1: no. Oh, because the second one, Greed. Because of the second one. Yeah, the saw second one,
0: because they uh, They had to go to the wife and figure out, is there anything you see unnatural in the fixtures, And she so pointed out, yeah, that painting is upside down. When they moved the painting, they looked all over the painting, didn't find anything, even tore the back off, didn't find anything. That's when, you know, they examined the wall to where they found out there was fingerprints. Right After they scanned the fingerprints, figure out who it belonged to, Found out it belonged to some murderer or whatever. It was a drug dealer. Drug dealer. Went down to his location because they figured it was him, even though it spelled out help me. Which right, is, right, right. should right. be a hint saying it can't be him because it right, he says right. help me in his fingerprints. Right. So went down to where he was staying at, busted down the door, searched the room. Now, the one thing that's a throw-off that something had happened to him was the amounts, and I mean heavy amounts, of fresheners in that right. room <laughs> so that tells you there is a murder there and it's being covered up by the endless amount of years used of sense. right right they find the body, and they can tell the body itself stinks and you know it's barely being covered up even because as you get close to it uncover it right this is it, it's it started out there. to stink
1: when they got close to it but then when they removed the blanket that covered the whole body they, that's the, the stank punched them in the face. So the stank wasn't for the people who were the, the air freshener wasn't for the people who were already in the apartment. The air freshener was for the people that lived in the neighboring the apartments. So, they didn't so tell the, yeah, they couldn't tell because it was enough air freshener so that anybody that lived around them they couldn't smell it. But once you go in there, punches you in the face. And I've been there, people stank so bad to punches in the face let me tell you oh yeah i've been too.
0: that on a train
1: and it's like can you go take a shower please oh my god it was so bad i remember one time i went to school and there was a student there this is like i was in a. this is prince george's community college so it was more like a college so i went there and there was a in one of my classes there was a woman and she oh my gosh she was repugnant and um and she was she was an obese woman she sat near the front row so the teacher got the worst with her. All everybody else in the class sat as far away from her, sat in the as back possible. near the window. I mean, they tried to talk to her, they gave her soap. It was like everything but this woman every single class, uh she she was repugnant. It's like the type of person who didn't take a bath. Um so it's one of two things. Either she didn't take a bath or she just had a medical condition that she stank. But um yeah, so I've experienced that, so I know what those detectives are going through. Uh, maybe is they're going through something that's ten times over. And the thing, the thing about it was that he was still alive. And, Man, he was still alive. Right, right. So uh, there, there's some trivia on that dude too. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what was the other murders? What else? Uh, there?
0: there was envy, lust. What was the other one? So yeah.
1: en- envy was like at the end. Yeah, envy was the end. En- envy and L- and wrath was the last two. Uh
0: I know lust was when they went down to the oh, sex place. Right,
1: right, right. Where the, right. It where was like he a forced
0: a guy to kill another girl by having mm-hmm. sex with her, but what he did was tie a knife to him.
1: Right. He tied a knife where uh it, like a s as though it were a strap on. So instead of uh dildo it was a very sharp knife and uh forced the guy to have sex with the prostitute with the knife and uh the guy was messed up after that he was because it was supposed to punish both of them It was supposed to punish him without killing him and and the prostitute because he really hated the prostitute that yeah. was really what he uh what he wanted to do so i'm like and they discovered and they knew that she was their next victim because one of the best parts i liked was when they figured out who he was before he, he was ready for them to figure yeah. it out. So that's where most of the action in the movie takes place. So that was uh when they went to his apartment and knock on the door and they see a dude coming up. Dude comes and then takes a shot you down the take hallway. Runs away. Right, right. So everybody chased them. So and then after all that action they came back and then uh he tried to say uh we need a warrant it's like no, we don't. We don't need to want. We know. We know he it does. Like, but how did we get here? We need a reason to get here, and uh, so uh, it, and that was Somerset trying to talk to Mills. Somerset, trying to, you know, he an older, yeah, the older, reason he's the older give. reasoning dude. It's like we can't go in there, you know, because we don't have a reason for being here. And they argue for a little bit, and then it seems like Somerset convinces Mills that not to knock down the door, because then if if Mills kicks down the door then they'll lose all the evidence. And next thing you know... <laughs> he kicks
0: down the door. He kicks down the door. And, and asks <laughs> how much money we got. And they end up paying a druggie to lie for them saying, yeah, you know, there was a guy going in and out at night. And, you know, I got suspicious. So, you know, I called. Someone right, right, right. To right. come <laughs> down to check it out, you know? <laughs> and it's like, oh, yep, the dirty tactics. Yep, there it is. right. And right. I'm like, and he did learn that from uh Som- some said himself because he did pay an FBI guy I'm pretty to sure do that research. It's
1: probably something that he did because remember he transferred from another location.
0: Yeah, that also so probably is probably something that he used to do
1: in his other location. Right, right. So yeah, that that was a trip. That was a nice part. So um, so they go in and they find all the uh, all basically his personal space. Yeah, his personal space.
0: All the evidence that he did it. Right. And to the point where they find pictures where he legit saw them and took pictures of them right. at some point of time in the movie. Do you remember what what it Apparently pictures- it was like when it was at the stairs? Right,
1: when the uh the very first or second murder, I can't remember if it was the first or second murder. It's probably but was they, they were murder. in the apartment, they was up some stairs. And then uh, yeah, it was uh, the second a, apartment with right, agreed. Right. So it's, he
0: took the pictures when they went back to church. Right. And then you know he said, "Get out
1: of here!" Get. He's like, "I'm oppressed. I'm the right to. I have a right to be here." And he was like, "Get out of here!" You don't know, remember that part? Yeah, that, so was, that was probably that got, him. yeah. That was him. That was. Him.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was messed up. So they looked the killer in the face, and they told him to go away. And uh, you know, obviously the killer knew that was going to happen. <laughs> so. Um, what you call it uh so they go in they find photographs of themselves they find photographs of all the former victims and then they find a photograph of uh one of his next victims yeah so um yeah i remember watching a i i had watched a video on the internet where somebody had a very sophisticated uh what you call it like um i forgot what you call it analysis he had a very sophisticated analysis about uh about this movie and I was like man that's eloquent there's no way I could say it like that <laughs> it was like that those are very good insights uh but this uh, I can't uh I can't use those words I don't know I don't know what half of those words mean I don't <laughs> so yeah I was uh but it, it, it was impressive like one of the things that they looked at it is that it rained all the time
0: you know that? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah it was like always oh, mostly raining so we
1: see it rained all the time and it was a dark and dreary and that's because the entire city was like a dark and dreary city it was a type of city where you know the main uh, themes of this movie is that you know basically people are generally apathetic and um, that's why Somerset the older detective Morgan Freeman that's why he's ready to retire because he's, he's tired of the city he's tired of an apathetic city you know being in a place where you know where nobody cares is, is rewarded. That's why he puts out the example of like, if, uh, if a woman is in trouble, then, or, you know, as she doesn't holler help or rape. She don't holler those words. She hollers fire. Because if you call her help, the people stay away because they're apathetic. But if you holler fire, then people are come running. Yeah, they want to come and see the fire. So that's, that's the kind of thing he talk about. Where Mills is different. You know, he thinks that he can make a difference. He's not at the point where he's a newer detective. Uh, he doesn't believe that. He believes that he can make a difference. That's the thing. He believes that he's chasing. He believes that he's going uh, he to chase his uh, clues and he's going to solve the crime. He's going to catch the criminal and he's going to solve the crime. Somerset is different. Somerset is like, all we're here to do is to what? Just to collect information, right? Pick up the pieces. That's <laughs> it. We just hit to pick up the pieces and then file it away. And and maybe if they if there's a court case, uh, you know, they can use the evidence to convict the criminal. So um, we've gone through most of them. Uh,
0: did we miss one? Let's see gluttony, right? Greed, lust, right. What was the other one? Um.
1: Let me Let me let me look at this though. I I I want to go through all of them before we get to the last two. So you mentioned three of them. So um oh sloth okay mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah sloth,
1: sloth. and pride pride because the woman whose nose he cut off yeah right that that was kind of messed up. You remember
0: how uh how Basically she gave her a phone and gave her some sleeping pills and she had the option to call the cops. Or her, And then if she does that, then her face gets more messed up. No, or, no, not more messed up. The cops would save her. Oh, yeah, the cops would save her. Or the her. ambulance
1: would say She called call 911, and the cops and the ambulance would show up. So they would save her life. They would save her life. But Ooh.
0: her face would be distorted. Right. Or she can just take the pills and end it all. Right. And she decided to take the pills to end it all because she would not let her pride right, because she get her best prideful. in
1: her. See, apparently she was a model, so she was so prideful that she would rather die than to continue than to live with a disfigured face. And uh that's just plain evil. Plain. That's that's what I mean. That's that, uh, what you call it? That's that um what movie were were we just talking about before? You mean Batman? No, not Batman. Uh the one where I talked about Chris Rock. What was that movie? Um Saw. Yeah, it's that's that Saw aspect of this movie where uh you know you, the criminal forces like in in every instance, like with gluttony, he forces the dude to uh to eat till he dies, and and uh is forced to sl- stay in bed, not to forces, move the right, forced to stay in bed. Uh, but actually, that was the only one where he forced himself on the other dude. He forced the dude. He str- somehow he overpowered the dude, strapped the dude to the bed, and then he just forced him to do drug. Over the course of the year, until the drugs killed him, so that's the only the really one where he over he didn't force the dude to do it to himself. He was already doing it to himself, but he just uh, you I know mean, he wasn't ex- dead. Remember, mm-hmm. he was still alive, right? No, I'm just saying, yeah. But he kept force feeding him the drugs, and then uh, but that was the only one that he did himself. But all most of the other ones
0: is like, kind of confusing because I guess it has I don't even know what he he did
1: forced it. the dude to cut out a pound of his own flesh. Oh yeah, that's why. I'm so pound, he gave the pound. dude a knife and put a gun to his head. And it was basically like, cut out your own flesh. So, uh, and that's why I asked, well, where's the safest place to cut? And it was probably the love handles. And you see that he had a big, glad had yeah. a photograph. He had a big missing chunk and uh, forced them to cut a pound of And then apparently he bled to death. And I really, it really messed up. I couldn't do it. Usually, you, you have to shoot me. Cause I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cut myself. I'm not gonna do it. I I, I don't like the paint. It's like it's easier if for you to just shoot me in the head than for me to cut myself. Or you can cut me. You tie me up and cut me. You can do that, and I ain't gonna like it. But I'm not gonna cut myself. I mean, no. I mean, this ain't Saw. <laughs> so no, I can't. I couldn't do that. Uh, I don't. I don't have. I could if like. like well, actually, with that woman, with uh pride. He he the one to cut her nose off, but uh and then he just gave her the choice to live or to die. And uh yeah I would I would have to call 911. But then again I'm not prideful. Look at look at my face. This is like a prideful face. Look at his gut. This gut I have here is not the gut of a prideful person, at least
0: not on his body. Another thing that really threw them off is because he wasn't going in order as how the greed is actually written. Yeah. He as, was going in a different type of order. Right, right.
1: So, yeah, he was going in a different order than it, it order's was. Because the order supposed
0: to be pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth. That's how the order really goes in.
1: Right. But um, I don't think he was all that concerned. He just wanted to get his message out. And so uh, do you remember what his message was, basically?
0: Sounds like the world is just evil and no one cares about that. Basically, And yeah. none of them are punished for it. Right. And, and he was going to
1: make them pay. He felt that he was called upon the higher powers to make them to listen. Because he, he didn't want to just speak to them. He felt that he had to do something more. He had to do something extravagant. And, and uh, that extravagant act would have people talking about it for years to come. He said this, this event will be studied. You know he, it would be talked about and studied for years, and yeah, he did win, <laughs> right? Right, basically, he won. So, uh, so in the end, let the people know what happened in the end. And
0: so, in the end, we have uh, Mills and uh, <laughs> Mills and Som- Somerset, Somerset. Somerset <laughs> taking John Doe out into the field because he's like, Well, I'm gonna take you where the last body is at.
1: How, how did they get? I mean, John Doe in the first place. John Doe just walked into the apartment with his hands in the air.
0: He just walked right in. And they realized why they could never find his fingerprints because this man constantly kept peeling, cutting off his fingerprints. Right just so he leaves no evidence at all.
1: Right, right. And I mean,
0: it, even though there's a better way, aka rubber, rubber gloves, gloves, but because, but then again, he was like, eh, to... screw it. Uh, no thank you, no fingertips.
1: Because, um, and yeah, it would have been better because it's painful to touch stuff Without skin on your fingertips, so you just wear gloves all the time because you're gonna wear the band aids. So oh, yeah, that's he, what he did. He wrapped his finger in in band aids. I guess he he just figured he didn't want to accidentally touch anything because remember they could find fingerprints in his
0: own house. In his own house, it was right? Like one so he didn't want to
1: accidentally touch something. So so instead he uh he just cut off. I feel like
0: he did buy some gloves just to cut his own fingers off and then throw the knife away. I or something. I don't know. But other than that, is yeah. this completely weird and mind-boggling that he still did it. Yeah, that's he Years wild. to come.
1: It, yeah, that's, that's wild. It's wild. So they found out that he continually do it, because he <laughs> couldn't have that's
0: just done it once. Right. He did it multiple times. Yeah, Especially with to... that guy, he uh, left in the bed.
1: Right, right, right. So, um, so you were like, uh, so you were talking about, so they so they got, him, uh, got they him, made a deal with his attorney to drive him out to the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah, to find the two bodies. He's... Now, when they go all the way out there, they just looked around confused, talking about we don't see a body. They do see a dead dog, but he's like, I didn't do that. Right, <laughs> that right, right, good. right, right. And he asked, someone said, what time is it? He tells him it's 7 one He's like, okay, good, we're close. Right. They go further out into the field. And by the way, there is a helicopter following them, even though he specifically said he just wanted those two.
1: Right, right.
0: And, you know, they're out there looking. That's when they see a truck come up. So Somerset goes to stop the truck to see what's up. The guy comes out saying, "You know, I was here to deliver a package to Mills." He allows the guy to bring the package out, put it down, and figure out, you know, if he was telling, you know, uh, not telling truth, but to see his ID. He was like, "Okay, now get out of here." Tells the guys in the helicopters, you know, uh, he's going back up north. Have someone pick him up. He opens up the box and he sees something horrifying. Now. I can already tell what was inside the box since right. the movie don't want to say it. <laughs> and you know, the murderer already claimed you know, already told him what was in the box. Uh, you know, he already gets the idea who the next two victims are who the next three victims are. So he immediately runs back to well, I Mills. See, there's only two more victims. I mean Oh yeah,
1: yeah he Right. Does. There's only two more. So what happened is that uh so at this point, Mills is covering John Doe with his gun, and Somerset is over there. where a box is that I guess they're like several, uh, hundreds of feet apart at least, at least a hundred feet apart. So, when he sees what's in the box, he starts running, running back,
0: running back, <laughs> telling Mills to put his gun down, right? This right. constantly still running, telling him to put his gun down. And Mills is very getting upset at this point because he's confused. And is getting irritated by the way the guy is talking because he right brought up the, his wife, right. brought up how he wanted to play husband, how it didn't work out, and how he ha- had to silence her. Right, right. And by the time Somerset got there, he keeps telling him to put the gun down because he already figured out what the plan was. Right. He figured out that he was like, listen, we're following to his, uh, into his plan. This is what he wanted. Put the gun down. Right. And then Mills at this point is constantly getting pissed off even more, trying to figure out what was inside the box. Right. And he pieced it together himself on what was inside the box without looking. And he's just heavily devastated. Well, he, he figured out because the dude kept telling yeah, him. Yeah, kept telling him.
1: Right. And oh, but what really though, What he said something that really drove Mills over the edge. And what was that? Oh, yeah.
0: Saying, oh, yeah. She had a baby. Right. She, was, she, she was talking was, right, about, she, she was saying and it was like, oh, he didn't know. Right. And the only one that knew was Somerset. And he right. was like, and he told. His wife, to you know, you have two options: to get the abortion and don't say anything, or to tell him. Right. But those, that's all. That's the only advice I can give you. Right. And again, he's heavily devastated. He is broken, and he is fueled with rage, wrath, and this complete depression of sadness. Right. And you can see it when he holds his gun. He is mad with anger when he points the gun, but then when he puts it down, he's filled with sadness. And he's contemplating himself on if he's to pull the trigger killing him or just let him get arrested and be put in jail forever. Right.
1: So if he allows him to get arrested, then he's just living a life
0: of depression and sadness. Well, that it's, he
1: it's not that. It's that the plan fails. John Doe's plan yeah, fails. His
0: plan failed, But ultimately, Mills is just a broken man.
1: Right, 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 right. So Mills is like, so yeah, Mills pulls the trigger. Mills, is. he's messed up. And Somerset the trying, trying to hand down, and and trying to talk him out of it, but it's like Mills is inconsolable. Yeah, he, and 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 you know the, uh, what you call it? His his pregnant wife is dead, and he fi- not, he find not only did he find out his wife was pregnant, but then he was murdered. She was murdered, and her head was cut off and by put in the a, box. A psychopath and put in the boxes as some kind of sick joke. So yeah, he. He, not only did he shoot him in the head, but he, he shot him multiple times yeah, until his
0: clip was completely empty. He
1: emptied, emptied his clip into that man. And uh and he was messed up. So so um and then and but before John Doe died, he explained that that he envied his yeah, wife. Yeah,
0: envied. that was uh, the key he, tell-
1: he envied Mills and cuz actually on the car ride to this remote location. He was kept talking. He, tell, he told How he Mills wanted to how, live an
0: ordinary life.
1: Right, right. He told Mills how he envied him. And he kept telling him again, I, you don't think. Even when you? he
0: first called him, he was like, I envy right, you. Right,
1: right, right. So he was telling him the whole time. So he was explaining that he was this he this was the sin that he was experiencing and he needed to be punished. And and Mill was uh filled with wrath, and that was his uh and that was his sin. But see, he forced that. Upon him. Right. It's yeah. like otherwise he wouldn't have felt that. It's like you, you made him feel that way. It's not like that was the life that he lived. That that was like all the other uh so-called sinners that he murdered it has
0: something to do yeah, that, that with that. Yeah, that was part had of their lifestyle. See. So
1: you had gluttony, for example. You know, that was what he was a big fat man anyway. So that's what he was. You had uh sloth that uh, he stayed in the bed all the time. That that was what he was, and so on and so forth, you know, how he was uh uh, asked yeah. for all the money. Right, right. So that was uh, that was what they did, but with wrath, you, you know, it wasn't like there That's, are wrathful people. Yeah, but Mills wasn't. But Mills, a he was birthday. actually
0: a nice, kind person. He was, like, sure, he lost his temper at times. Yeah, he was but, very
1: emotional. He was a very emotional. But he dude. wasn't
0: just straight up always, you know, right, twenty four seven pissed off.
1: Right, 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 right. So you know, and in this way, he's just being. So the killer's just being an a hole at this point. He's yeah. <laughs> just being a massive a hole. And to him,
0: the only way for him to get punished for his envy was to have someone full of wrath kill him. Right. Right. So right. he saw forth that since Mills was pissed that he couldn't catch him when they, you know, went to his apartment, he took it upon himself to do a little invig- uh, investigate uh, investigation of his own to figure out if he was, you know, with someone or not. When he did, he took that as his way to make Mills wrath,
1: right, make him wrathful. So yeah, and and in that way, this is a brilliant movie.
0: And that and that does explain why he had fresh blood on him too when he came in.
1: He killed a bunch of people when he came in. He killed. He 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 did the uh, the pride murder where he cut off that woman's nose. He killed. Um, he killed. He it, that was his own blood. So yeah, it was own blood from his finger tips because they. This is the police captain. Talking yeah, about the blood types they found. Yeah, blood the from the woman, blood. from his
0: fingertips, and from a third unknown party. Right,
1: and the third unknown party was his wife. So that was messed up. <laughs> and and the ending of this movie is close to how uh, what you call it, the one where uh I see dead people. What was that one called? I don't know. <laughs> but you know which one I'm talking about, right? I
0: believe so. Uh,
1: uh the sixth sense. Yeah. So it's kind of it, it, it. that's the kind of ending it had. Uh. It had a sixth sense type of ending where it's like it was basically totally unexpected. That the, the way it ended came out of nowhere. Did you expect that
0: of him to shoot?
1: No, and- no. As, as far as the way that the whole ending played out,
0: I really did because you know anyone would get that
1: upset to not just let a guy not just in- talk about like his. Did you know like his wife was going to be murdered and all that kind of stuff? Yes. I didn't. I, I I was totally blown. Away. I had no idea that was gonna. None of that was gonna happen. <laughs> it was. It's like I didn't expect
0: him to even turn himself into the police station. <laughs> so I, I picked even, it up when the moment they said it was a third party, and I was like, eh, "It has to be someone. Someone very important for this. An unknown third party, and he legit turns himself in, knowing that this is his plan." Right. Right. And here.
1: Uh. And that was the thing, though. Right. Because the detectives didn't know why he would turn himself he's like why is he turning and because it was like uh mills is like man he's just messing with us and and somerset was like yeah you're right this time (laughs) because the whole time uh somerset and mills are kind of like at the opposite ends uh mills is real hot-headed and he's cocksure and he, he wants to it's almost like he wants to fight all the time and uh somerset likes to take his time and likes to think and likes to ask questions uh, to make sure he gets everything right, that he wants to get all of the clues and um, while while Mills is super impulsive. So, um, yeah, so that's uh, and, and that dynamic in, in the movie that that's makes it like special. That's a special movie and movie dumb. So, um, you know what? Let's go over to trivia. Why don't you uh, tell us what? What's what?
0: As preparation for his traumatic scene in the interrogation room, Leland Aus- uh, Orser, yeah. Orser? Okay. would breathe in and out rapidly so that his body would overly uh, saturate it with oxygen, giving him the ability to hyperventilate. He also did not sleep for a few days in order to achieve his character this, uh, disorientation look. Disoriented D- disoriented look.
1: So do you know which one they're talking oh, about? Oh
0: yeah, the one uh, uh lust. Right. The one with right, right, lust.
1: Right, right, yeah. That, I that, mean,
0: and yes, someone like that would, you know, come out like that after yeah. being forced to kill someone viva penetration like that.
1: Right. That that it that'll mentally mess you up. I don't think that dude is gonna be right for the rest of his life. He 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 really acted that. And and Brad Pitt at the end, he, he acted the crap out of that scene. Mm-hmm. Whether or not, trying to decide, trying not to kill this dude and end up killing him anyway. <laughs> uh, New Line executives originally balked at the film's ending, but Brad Pitt refused to make the film if the ending was
0: changed. Some I'm telling them that they wanted the ending to be like, oh yeah, Brad Pitt just doesn't kill him. Right. And that criminal gets put in jail. Right. But if they did that, it would have been like, yeah.
1: Right, right, right. That would just
0: mean he wasn't broken enough. He right. was just devastating it's not broken no 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 a broken person would shoot out of rage right
1: right right basically they did not want a movie where the bad guy wins oh well too bad right
0: david flinter took kevin spacey and brad pitt uh or told kevin spacey and brad pitt this is not going to be the movie that you're remembered for but it may be a movie you're incredibly proud of
1: um, he was wrong in the first point uh, people remember oh, yeah, people movie. remember
0: and I'm pretty <laughs> sure they <laughs> was proud of it because of how well the acting was
1: well yeah he told them that they was going to be proud of it and I'm pretty sure that they were proud of it but he definitely people was wrong about movie. not
0: being remembered
1: uh, Brad Pitt fell while filming the scene in which Mills chases John Doe in the rain Pitt's arm went through a car windshield requiring surgery the accident was worked into the script coincidentally the original script called for detective mills to be
0: injured during the sequence so uh, well, it, it worked, worked out, out. <laughs> uh, denzel washington turned down the part that went to brad pitt telling entertainment weekly that the film was too dark and evil washington later regretted his decision upon seeing a screening yeah yeah uh
1: how about next time you uh don't shy away from dark movies. <laughs> Directed by David Spinter. uh Actually, there was a, a couple other people uh that, that turned down this movie too for the same reason. Oh, it's too and, dark. I don't want to do
0: it. No, too dark in your right. no, no, you. and,
1: and they all regretted it. Um, it's like dang, I should have done it. Right. Uh all of John Doe's books were real books written for the film. They took too much to complete and cost fifteen thousand dollars. According to Morgan Freeman, Two months is about the time it would take for uh, the police to read all the books.
0: I mean, yeah, it would take, especially, yeah, even with 50 people, it would take a lot of time. Right. Because there's too many books. it
1: would take, like, 50 cops. Two months to read all of the books.
0: Uh, The filmmaker's decision, it should always be waiting for two reasons. It added scene of dread, and they never uh, had to worry about bad weather. Right, of course.
1: Uh, the, fr- um, the film's brooding dark look was achieved through a chemical process called bleach bypass. The silver in the film stock was not removed, which deepened the dark shadowy images in the film.
0: David Flincher thought that Morgan Freeman would turn down the road, thinking he felt more the film was too down uh, market. But he was the first one uh, to eagerly join the cast.
1: Right, down market, which means that it, it wasn't... Uh, It wasn't like a a triple-A film, so to speak. Uh, David Fincher said he wanted someone who was incredibly skinny, around 90 pounds, to play Victor. When Michael Reed McKay auditioned, he weighed 96 pounds. Fincher gave him the part and jokingly told him to lose some more weight. Much to his surprise, McKay had lost another six pounds When the filming started. So that's the dude that was tied to the bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he looked so skinny. That wasn't makeup. That wasn't a doll. That was him having (laughs) lost all of his wages. (laughs) David
0: Fincher was impressed with uh, Gwyneth uh, Mm. Dad, That
1: that name is kicking your butt. Yeah. Gwyneth
0: Patrol. Gwyneth Patrol's work in Flesh and Bone that came out in 1993. She was his first choice of the role of Brad Pitt's wife. Paltrowell was intensely not interested, so uh, Fincher asked her then boyfriend, Brad Pitt, to convince her to meet with him. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: the makeup for
0: Sloth Victim took over 14 hours. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Brad Pitt said, Gwyneth Parthwell, uh Paltrowell, character is the only sunshine we have in the film. Right. I mean, right. sunshine yeah. for the first part, but then the second part sees this heavily sad because, you know, she is pregnant. No, it was,
1: it was actually raining in that part, too. But Yeah, but she was after still... After she after she had her head cut off, it was... That day was a sunny day when her head was cut off. <laughs> uh, for the gluttony scene, seven crates of cockroaches were released on the set and poured on Bob Mack. Something had to be put on Mack's ears and nose to stop the cockroaches from crawling in. It didn't stop them from crawling into his underwear. <laughs>
0: I'm like, no. <"Nope, laughs> no. They probably paid him
1: enough money. I like John Lou Picard. No, no. You paid enough money. Not enough here. Enough money. I couldn't do it. No, nope, No roaches. When ah, CGI that joint.
0: When Mills list motive the killers give uh killers give one of them is, Jody Foster told me to do it. John Hickley Jr., who was obsessed with uh, Foster, attempted to assassinate President Ronald Reagan on March 30th, 1981, in order to impress her. Mills also says, my dog told me to do it. David um, Berkowitz. Berkowitz, aka the son of Sam, a serial killer who terrorized New York City in the summer of 1976 and se- 1977, claimed that his neighbor dog was possessed and told him to commit murder. What? Yeah, that's just insane-ass album right there. Like yeah, that. that's wild. Both of them, really. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I did it for J.D. Foster. Oh, my dog told me to do it. Right. What? No!
1: Uh, David Fincher was determined to make the film without compromising his vision. On his first film, Alien 3, in 1992, Fincher battled with the studio and was fired three times. Oh, yeah, I
0: heard about that. <laughs> Again, there's a YouTube. There's, his name is Matt McMuscles, and he what? And he he has a series called What Happened. Right. And one of them was Alien Three. Right. Where you know on how it was this turmoil just trying to make the movie. Right. They even right. tried to get a dog to play one of the aliens, but it didn't work out because right. you know running out of time. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see for for the greed scene, Gene... Borkin, 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 who plays the victim, was hog-tied and only wearing his underwear for most of the sock, uh, shooting. He was covered in over two gallons of fake blood, and the blood was so thick and sticky that his knees became stuck to the floor. Man, this is alcohol. To... And here's the thing:
1: they didn't some... even. If they filmed it, they didn't put that in the uh, in the cut. In the cut, yeah. Yeah, we only saw the photographs. That's what's so messed up about
0: it. We only saw the photographs of the scene I, I feel like they probably wanted I think yeah, they I think, did it so they could just take the they at first yeah, wanted to I think at first they wanted to show it but it was like eh, too yeah. much effort just take just use the pictures right, that were taken right, right. it would be much easier
1: but it's like for all the other victims the, detect, the detectives goes in and the victim is still there so this is like the, first the only one so where they go there and the, they already moved the victim, they body. Moved the victim. Yeah, And, just and all you saw was the photograph so that was kind of messed up. <laughs> I would be mad. It's like, don't you know my knees were stuck to the floor? Uh, if all y'all was going to do take pictures? Anyways. <laughs> uh, le- let me go over the sadly deadly sins. Yeah, you do that. For those who are not familiar. So,
0: I mean, if they watch the anime then I guess
1: they should work. Right. So, uh, let me adjust this monitor so I can see it. So there are lust to have an intense desire or need. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. That's from Matthew 5:28. Gluttony, excess in eating and drinking, for drunkards and gluttons become poor, and drowsiness clothes them in, in rags. That's Proverbs 23:21. Greed, excessive and reprehensible. Acquisitiveness, acquisition, acquisition, <laughs> having lost all, all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impunity with a continual lust for more. That's from Ephesians 4.19. Sloth, also known as laziness, uh, disinclined to activity or, extors- or exertion, not energetic or vigorous. Uh, vigorous, the way of the sluggard is blocked with thorns, but the path of the upright is a highway. Proverbs fifteen nineteen. Number five, wrath, strong, vengeful, vengeful anger or indignation. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Proverbs fifteen one six. Envy. Painful or resentful awareness of an advantage enjoyed by another joined with a desire to possess the same advantage. Therefore rid yourself of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slather of every kind, like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that it may so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. First Peter. Two, one through two, the last one, pride. Well, I don't know if these are in order. I'm just reading them in the order that was given to me by IMDb. I know we you get are. all of our Let's trivia. Let's just continue on. <laughs> Quality or state of being proud, proud. In order, it inordinate, inordinate uh, self-esteem. Pride go, pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs. 16, 18. So those are the seven deadly sins. And I'll be
0: honest, the world is already filled with enough sins anyway, because everyone holds at least one or few of them in themselves. Well, you, know, you can reject it all you want, but you should already know that it's true. Everyone has greed, envy, lust. It's always gonna be in them. There's nothing you can do to get rid of it, to be honest. Yeah. That that is that is
1: true. Um it, it's run uh some several nineteen ninety six
0: Saturn Awards. You mean nineteen ninety six? Yeah, that's what I said. I thought I okay, should. Sure, you sound like you said seven. Oh. Go. <laughs> uh huh. It got best writing, uh, by Andrew Kevin Walker, best makeup by Jean Ann Black and Rob Bolton.
1: Uh, so let's find out what the critics' thought of this masterpiece. Critics gave it an eighty three percent. The audience gave it ninety five percent. The audience really liked this on Rotten Tomatoes. IMDb gave it an eight point six out of ten. Uh, so, Gene Sisko, we talked about a lot. Of Gene Sisko, let's talk, let's, let's see what Gene Sisko, uh, the Chicago Tribune, says. We're seeing if you can look past the gruesome details. That is correct. <laughs> uh,
0: M- Michael Wil- Wilmington, uh-huh. from Ch- uh, again, uh, also from Chicago Tribune. Unfortunately, most of the scenes in Seven are unlikely, which means. Yeah, which un- uh, unlikely, which means that uh, by the end of the movie, the duo is battling not just an insane killer, but an off-the-wall screenwriting.
1: Um, I don't agree. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Janet Maslin New York Times, she wrote, The crime scenes are rendered in sickening detail, and the whole film has a murky, madly
0: pretentious tone.
1: And um, I don't know that... Uh, that's a little much. That's a little much to say that.
0: Susan Stark from Entertainment Weekly. When's the last time you saw a movie in which the Divine Comedy figured as a significant plot point?
1: You know what? Never, never. This is the only one. This is the only movie I saw that was like that. Uh, there is a game uh, on which the Divine Comedy is based, and I played a tiny bit of it, but not all of it. And then there is also an anime. And I only know about the anime because of the video I told you that I watched earlier. They included an anime of Dante's Inferno. Um, So
0: uh, I mean, they did bring up the book Dante. Right, well, Dante's
1: Inferno is the original book that was written hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Uh, I'm not exactly sure when it was written, but it was hundreds of years ago. And uh, actually, Dante's Inferno is where many Christian religions get their idea of about hell and the afterlife from, they, they kind of adopted the ideas that were expressed in Dante Inferno. Uh, so actually, I wrote that the next episode was word of but that's not true. The next episode is actually uh, Willow. The next episode is Willow. That's going to be a magical adventure. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, once again, if you like this show, then please rate us. Write a review. Share it with someone. Uh, Use uh, a pound, Backlook Cinema on Twitter, or you can at Backlook Cinema on Twitter Twitter, uh, or, or your favorite social media sites. Believe me, it matters. Be safe, hug your loved ones, and be outstanding.